Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Traveler, you should not have come here, for it shall be your doom. <clears throat> uh, that is to say, hi there. I'm Derry Luttrell, the host of Dice Will Roll and your guide to the tales we tell here. Dice Will Roll is a queer Pathfinder 2nd edition actual play podcast with tales of the extraordinary, the uncanny, and the downright silly, and a lot of swearing. If you're listening to this, you are about to embark on a journey like no other. Be sure to choose the adventure which fits you best. What comes after this quick interruption is Kingmaker the story of a group of adventurers travelling the realms of bandits and fey in a quest to build their own kingdom. But the start of the podcast doesn't need to be the start of your listening. There are other campaigns that you don't have to have listened to Kingmaker for in order to enjoy. Take, for example, Extinction Curse, the story of a travelling circus, a prehistoric cult, and the legends of a dead god. Or Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, a high-level fighting tournament arc in the land of Kami and Dragons. You can listen to any of these tales and more without needing to have listened to Kingmaker first, so be sure to pick the one you like most. Also, the audio for the first 10 episodes or so of Kingmaker isn't always great, so you know. Uh, but stick through it, and you'll have a true tale to listen to indeed. Still here? Then enjoy the legendary tale of Kingmaker. The Gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet where we ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Who wants to play some Pathfinder, guys? Go fuck yourself! Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. <laughs> well, I, wa- I want to play Pathfinder. Okay, well, you know what? Let's go. We should play some Pathfinder. Yeah. But first, uh, let's address the audience. Uh, hey, everyone. Oh, no. uh, you, some of you probably know who we are by now, some of you don't, but... Uh, in case you don't, uh, we're Dice Will Roll, and we are uh, a group of Pathfinder enthusiasts who are all pretty damn gay. <laughs> um, if, you know, our advertising didn't, like, warn you about our, you know, non-heteroness in advance. <laughs> uh, I don't know what a heterosexual is. Yeah, no, I, at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> um, okay. Y'all are lucky. Well, like, <laughs> 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 so, uh, let's let's talk about this. Uh, who we are. Uh, so, first and things foremost, almost everyone on the planet knows D&D at this point, like Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, true podcasts like Critical Role and The Adventure Zone 
and just true like media in general everyone knows what Dungeons and Dragons is it's a you know fantasy role playing game where you roll a dice and sometimes there's a dungeon and if you're really lucky there might be a dragon in the dungeon um but uh, about 10 years ago uh, there was a new edition of Dungeons and Dragons came out uh, and some people were head over heels for it and some people really really were not so much so that a group of writers uh, decide actually fuck this and they made their own version of the game uh, which has since been called Pathfinder uh, Pathfinder has been going strong ever since uh, but about August last year uh, the fine folks at Paizo, uh, they released a new version of the game, or at least the playtest for it. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff that's going on uh, with it. They've been testing every day, every night, trying new things. Uh, their mechanics have come and gone, but overall they've made a new version of the game which feels feels like Pathfinder, the original spin-off of D&D, or as I've always liked to call it, D&D, the expansion pack. It feels like uh, Pathfinder, but it plays easier. Much easier rules, much more options, much more fun. And it's, honestly, I absolutely adore it. Uh, but now that uh, playtesting ended uh, in, at the end of December, uh, we were kind of left. We didn't know what to do at this point. So we decide, you know what? It's time to break out some, uh, some old uh, classics. So uh, we looked through the history of uh, Paizo's Adventure Path series, uh, campaigns that were pre-written and set in the world of Galarian, uh, which is where we'll be headed uh, for this adventure. And uh, we found one which a lot of people really loved, and that was Pathfinder Kingmaker. Uh, some of you might know Kingmaker from the video game that was released uh, last year, and the long and short of it is we're going to send a few people out into the wilderness and start a kingdom. And if that ain't the coolest shit ever, then get the fuck out of my face. Um, but that's enough about Pathfinder. You'll you'll get to know more about it as we go. Uh, why don't we look at everyone in the group? So I'll, I'll start. So I'm Derry. Uh, I'm going to be this game's dungeon master. Uh, I am uh, chaotic good. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm bisexual. Uh, I am a animation and illustration student, uh, big into storytelling, big into, uh, well, TTRPG, if you couldn't tell, so much so that I converted an entire uh, adventure path from uh, first edition Pathfinder to second edition Pathfinder, so that kind of tells you what kind of nerd I am. I've run whew, a fair few games at this point. Carrying Crown, Hell's Rebels, Doomsday Dawn, Reign of Winter, Shattered Star, and then I played in uh, other like games, not for Pathfinder, like I played some Dungeons & Dragons, obviously. I played uh, Princess to Hopeful. I've played uh, Monster of the Week. I've even made my own roleplay systems, not to toot my own horn. Uh, but then again, it is for Homestuck, so like that tells you what kind of loser I am. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> you Be all ashamed. have characters in that game. Uh, my shut face. up. Shut the fuck. <laughs> okay, okay. So that's that's me. That's Derry. Uh, why don't we go around the table, starting with, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, Dave. Tell us about yourself. Okay, hi. Um, I'm Dave, and I'm, like, I I guess I'm lawful good. I'm not always lawful You're good. You're very I'm lawful like, good. I'm a human person, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not perfect, but I try to be lawful good. Um, I use he, him, um, and I'm bi, um... And I'm an artist and an actor, and I would die for paladins above all else. Um, 
<laughs> I love them. Um, and my favorite character that I've ever played in anything um, would probably be uh, his name is Cielo. Um, he's an ex-slave who's now like a scald, and he raps, and he loves rebellion and stealing from the rich. And also, he bathed for the first time at age 19. Leave that dirty boy alone. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, for the sake of posterity, uh, I'll say that Dave and I are dating, uh, but that won't get in the way of my GMing. Like, if he walks into a cave and rocks fall, he dies, then so be it. I'll try Don't to you fucking do that! Like, I'll, if, if it happens, it will be your own fault, not mine. Did you say that like um, I ever do anything risky? I mean, you really do. Yeah, but I am all good at it, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. Luck is always on your side. Okay. Uh, KK, why don't you tell us about yourself? Alright, well. These fellas know me as KK. I do go by that, but I also go by the name Luna. My alignment shifts between um, neutral good and chaotic good. Don't test me. Um, <laughs> pronouns. <laughs> pronouns, I go by she, they, sexuality. I am bisexual. Um, I'm a graphic design major who really likes art, art history, and video games, RPGs mainly. Um... Favorite Pathfinder character is definitely a hard decision. You made some real bangers. <laughs> yeah. You really snapped with that one. Slappers. <laughs> you really, uh, you really snatched my weave for your last one. <laughs> God. Because my alchemist Arceus was good, Sorcerer Numen is very good, but the one that I've been hyperfixating on, like, for weeks on end is uh, my Liberator Estella. Um, she's a paladin of Desna that really just wants to help people. Hey. And she'll go to great lengths to help people. Hey, T. Oh, you guys said that you needed help in the world rune where I could die by devils at any moment in time. I'll be there in like three hours. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. KK? I'm kill you. Yep. I'm kill you. You're <laughs> <laughs> both. And- uh, last and certainly least, Ritz, go Wow. On. Wow. No. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> oh, you're going to give me a silent treatment? Is that what's going on? <laughs> Ritz? <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Was like, there was a second where I was like, did he disconnect from call? <laughs> you know I would. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. My name is Ritz. Ritz to for shits to my IRLs. Um, <laughs> I am chaotic neutral. Uh, fully, full stop. I have nothing else. I have nothing else but chaotic neutral. Fuck you all. Um, I made them bisexual, and I'm ready to fucking party. Uh, I'm a history major. I like to draw. Sometimes scream a little bit. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Pathfinder character. Just a, a little, little bit. bit. Just, just a teeny bit. <laughs> I, um... A Pathfinder character I really enjoyed was um, Zebediah Gulruk, a banjo playing bard who who really teetered on the edge of chaotic neutral and chaotic evil for no other reason than for my personal amusement. I mean, Ritz, we can jest, we can joke. He was a chaotic evil character. You can, I don't know what to say. <laughs> he, was, like, he was Goblin Bill Clinton. That Goblin was, was the most chaotic evil I've ever seen you play. 
<laughs> yeah, that's funny. I think that's what you wanted, though. Yeah, I was. He started off as chaotic neutral. <laughs> yeah, he slowly t-shirted. <laughs> <laughs> Just every um, and Kenick looking at it nervously like, <laughs> Okay, uh, if you haven't gathered by now, we've played a lot of games together, so we're, what you're going to be experiencing today is... Uh, just hours upon hours of roleplay experience and friendship combined into one smelting pot of absolute homosexuality. So, hope you guys are all ready for that. Um, okay, I think that's enough uh, focusing on what's already happened and what's gone by. You guys wanna wanna dip into our campaign? Not really. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Let's go. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Before we start, I want to thank Alcat Games, uh, the guys behind Pathfinder Kingmaker, who have uh, graciously allowed us to use the soundtrack for uh, the Pathfinder v- Kingmaker uh, CRPG. So, uh, yeah, all this music that you're hearing, uh, you'll, it comes from the actual video game. So, I'm pumped Thanks, for that. Thanks, uh, There's probably a link in the description that, like, link you to st- places that you can support them. Uh, we'll get to that later. Let's dip in. How does that sound? Sounds Hell yeah. kind of moist. <laughs> Let's go. A little bit. Okay. Just a little. We see a figure. They're sprinting through the woods. Blood oozing from them as they run from something. How they survived that last encounter, they don't know, but they did it. Clutch against uh, their heart, they hold a vial, and inside the vial is blood which boils and oozes and crawls like something unreal. They don't know where they're going to go from here or how they're going to survive, but they just need to go a little further. And then there's a flash of light. And immediately chains of vines crawl up around their ankles and their wrists, restraining them. They shout in fear, spite, anger, as the world around them distorts and countless figures loom, staring down at them. White lights dance around them as a giant assembly of figures stand before them. They exchange some words and the chain figure screams as one of the uh, looming judging uh, shapes leans forward and grasps at the figure's heart. And as they pull out, they don't pull away flesh and blood. They pull an object. And the figure howls in pain. And we fade to black. Welcome to Pathfinder Kingmaker Book One Stolen Lands. Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. What the (laughs) fuck? A little dark start. I won't lie. This is different. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> it's pretty dark. 
But don't worry. Let's get into the good shit. Hell yeah. Hell motherfucking yeah. (laughs) Don't worry about it right now. Be it so known that the bearer of this charter has been charged by the sword lords of Restov, acting upon the greater good and authority vested within them by the office of the Regent Dragonscale Throne, has granted the right of exploration and travel within the wilderness region known as the Greenbelt. Exploration should be limited to an area no further than 36 miles east and west and 60 miles south of Oleg's trading post. The carrier of this charter should also strive against banditry and other unlawful behavior to be encountered. The punishment for unrepentant banditry remains, as always, execution by sword or rope. So witness on the 24th day of this Callistral, under watchful eyes of the Lordship of Restov, an authority granted by Lord Noleski Suratova, current reagent of the Dragonscale Throne. This is what is to be found on the charter held in the hands of a tall, blonde man as he makes his way down a road. Uh, on either side of him uh, are two other figures. A half-orc with a, a goofy smile, I suppose, and a half-elf uh, who stands alongside a young wolf. Uh, these uh, three figures have been sent to the Stonelands, an area of wilderness and untamed power. Uh, they've been sent here from Brevoy, uh, which is uh, a civilization of, well, politics. It is the exact opposite of where they are now. Everything is done through social intrigue, backstabbing and rumors. And then just on rest, uh, Brevoy's doorstep is the Stolen Lands, the aforementioned uh, Infinite Wild. Uh, and they have been sent here to uh, explore an area called the Greenbelt. Uh, they're on their way to the uh, place mentioned in the uh, Charter Oleg's Trading Post, but they're still a little while off. Uh, and I think now's a good time to uh, check who these three are. So we'll start with uh, we'll start with the blonde. Ritz, tell us about your character. Well, this strapping young lad. Uh, so this is this is Iker, Iker Atiklis. Uh, first thing you'll notice about him, he's pretty fucking lanky. He's tall and he's very thin. Um, he's got long ass legs. Just How tall are we talking? Legs. How tall? Uh, fuck, I said it earlier. Um, he is about... 6'3", 6'4". It's a big lad. <laughs> he is a big lad. He's a big strapping boy. Um, tall boy. Tall boy. Um, he's got short blonde hair that sticks up just a little bit. Um, he's got... I wouldn't say blue. I wouldn't say blue eyes, but kind of... No, they're blue. They're kind of blue and green a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like a... Kind of on like teal spectrum? I said teal immediately when you said you didn't want to Oh, fuck off. He's got just just the teensiest scar on his left eye. It it doesn't seem to bother him, though, because he wears his hair very much out of his face. He's got a red vest on with a blue wrap around his waist. Um, 
he's looking pretty pretty like uh, relaxed I'd say he's a very laid back kind of person or at least it's what he lets other people see um he's a bard he's mm -hmm. a polymath bard and what does that mean <laughs> like so it's playing music and he's like what was the other thing information mm -hmm. so he's like a bit of everything yeah well, he's... okay cool um so the way bards work in uh, Pathfinder 2nd Edition is, uh, unlike in Dungeons & Dragons and in Pathfinder 1st Edition, uh, bards are no lesser spellcasters than uh, wizards, clerics, whoever. They get uh, all nine levels of magic, uh, and they get their own uh, school of magic as well. Uh, they are the occultist casters. So all their magic uh, comes from mind powers and, you know, uh, illusions and tricks and stuff like that. So, it'll be fun to see uh, him in play. What's Iker doing? What's he thinking right now? What's he up to? There's a fucking dog next to me. Oh my god, <laughs> me. <laughs> Leave him alone. That's all he can think about? It's the... Yeah, <laughs> that's all he's focusing on right now. Is he, is he interacting with the dog? Well, this is a wolf, I should point out. Yeah. But the same thing. No. no not <laughs> at all. Not <laughs> They're both very fluffy and friendly. No! Historically speaking, no! God, this is so cannibal. Um He he wouldn't he wouldn't go as far to like touch it. But um I should he's, he definitely like waves to it. To him. It's not oh. it. <laughs> Yeah, this dog. This dog is not uh, an object; it is a creature. Please use. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, and uh, why don't we uh, shift a little to a side now, uh, to the half orc beside him? Okay. Uh, Dave, tell us about your boy. Okay. Um, well, I'll say his name first. Um, his name is Alden Felstad. Um, he mm -hmm. is he's half orc. Um, and he is a good boy. Um, he's a fighter, and he's tall, like, same height as, um, Iker tall. Um, Soldier. and... <laughs> a lot of big lads in this party, <laughs> He's a huh? big boy, I love him. <laughs> and he is, he's chaotic good, and I love him. Um, he is, like, he's a bigger guy. Not, like, not, like, weight, just he's, like... He works. He, stocky. He's stocky, and also he works out. <laughs> so boy's built. He's a built mm. boy. Um, like he's an optimistic kind of guy. Like he's a confident kind of guy, um, which is a rarity with my OCs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's. Um, I think the best way that I could probably describe him is, um, the first episode of a shonen action manga. God. <laughs> That's nice. like that kind of yeah. the the kind of like overly enthusiastic kind of maybe a little bit too loud, but very well meaning kind of guy. Aww. So he's, he's what you're saying is he's an anime character. On accident, but yeah. <laughs> I, don't mean to. I love this. Perfect. What's he doing? What's he? How is he doing right now? As you're walking down uh, the road uh, that leads to Oleg's trading post. I think he's... Well, I think he's just kind of, like... I don't think he's doing anything special. I think he's walking and looking around because he's curious. 
Um, I don't think he really... So is he sort of like... Hmm? Taking into sights? Uh, yeah. Basically. Hmm. Okay. Uh, is there anything in particular on his mind? Um, not really. Except maybe what he wants to eat later. Simple kind of guy. Yeah. I love him so much. <laughs> Valid boy. Nope. And uh, the last figure in the party is our half-elf. Uh, and alongside her, a big dog. KK, tell us about uh, tell us about your girl. Okay, so her name is Casca Tanovin. Um, mm-hmm. And the little, the lovely little wolf right beside her is her animal companion, Isaror. She mm-hmm. is a half-elven druid. Um, neutral good. And she's got, like, long, I want to say dark brown hair. It's also asymmetrical, so it's, like, shaved at the side and then really long on on the other. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Evergreen eyes, because, you know, druid. Mm. Um, An elf. Like, elves are pretty nature-y, too. Oh, yeah. Double the nature. Uh, (laughs) She got that from her dad. Um, she has like basic leather on nothing too special in that department um but she's like Alden she's also very optimistic she's pretty happy she almost always has a skip in her step Her wolf beside her is or is kind of just trotting along um, alongside her. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He just needs to learn to not bite <laughs> at this uh, point. How is Isaro reacting to this uh, tall, strange blonde man waving at him? He's not strange. Uh, I think he, I think he's actually kind of happy. He's, he's kind of um, looking at the hand and probably wants to go sniff it. Oh my god. Oh. So he's he's not he's not a bad he's not a bad boy. He's, he's kind of holds a, out his hand. <laughs> the dog bites him. No! No <laughs> Hey, I'm controlling Isaror. <laughs> Sometimes uh Isaror will become possessed by a spirit called the GM. Hey. Uh, it's a nasty <laughs> bitch ass spirit. Yeah, the bitch ass spirit. GM stands for giant maggot. Oh my um, god. Right. Wow. Alright. Okay. So uh you guys are on the road. Uh you are, have been uh, walking for a while now. Uh, this charter uh, was one that you were also assigned together, uh, because back in Brevoy, essentially, um, they basically put out a call for adventurers and asked for people uh, who'd be willing to uh, explore Greenbelt for a monetary sum. Um, and a few of you responded. Uh, so you guys wouldn't really know each other yet. You've probably been on the road for a day or two together by now. Uh, and knowing that you're getting close to Oleg's is probably a bit of a relief because, you know, it's a house. It's not like sleeping under the stars is nice and all, but, uh, well, everyone, like, it's, it's probably more of peace of mind than anything. Everyone in the Stolen Lands or around the Stolen Lands has heard of its reputation. It is untamable. Uh, it's, like, ridiculously hard. Uh, to even set up uh, any aspect of civilization here. Um, So you guys 
it's probably a little anxiety inducing at times except for the druid who like you know loves nature you know? Uh, a little <laughs> a li- knowing like exactly how wild this place is supposedly is knowing that you're going to be close to at least some aspect of civilization even if it is the last stop for the next 36 miles it's something well you know if you like that so how how are you guys all doing let's let's get into character so I'm gonna cut my hands and then you guys are gonna be your characters so uh abracadabra let's go oh did it happen already <laughs> I think it's Who's already it talking to <laughs> <laughs> you're uh okay the two of you uh, sorry the two of you you hear Iker just start talking it to nobody what happens are you is everything okay good Oh, did I say something? Sorry. <laughs> uh, don't worry about that, yeah? Uh, if you say so. Sure. I do say so. Thank you. Um, the tree, the tree of you, or should I say four? Should I include Isoror? Yes. Yes, okay. of course. The four of you, um, this is a whole party. Usually parties are four people, and we have four people. Iker, <laughs> Alden, Casca, and Isoror. I, I, I resent the fact that Iker is counted as a person. Okay. Well, anyway, um, you start coming close to uh, what you assume is Oleg's trading post. Uh, it is sort of like a walled-in, uh, like a ver- or like a tiny town. Like I'm talking like uh, about the size of like uh, a very small housing estate. You can see there's probably like three or four buildings behind those tall wooden walls. Uh, and yeah, this is where you have to go uh, to sort of like get stocked up for your big exploration. So, what do you guys do? Um, Alden um, looks over and he's like, "Oh, oh, there's the there's the train post. We should hurry because I'm tired of being outside." Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. Let's, Let's go outside. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it, don't worry. I just I just want to be inside for a minute. Just a minute. Just a minute. Just a minute. Okay. A few more days, please, God. <laughs> It'll be fine. Uh, mm. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys go in? Yep. Okay. You now stand uh, just outside the doors of uh, Oleg's trading post. Uh, do you guys want to enter? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, in you go. Uh, you can see that there are indeed a few buildings. Uh, there's a stable for some horses. Uh, what you presume is like a small inn. Uh, some storage rooms, etc., etc. Um, a woman comes out of uh, one of the buildings. Uh, oh. And she sees you immediately. She's, uh, you assume, in her 30s. Uh, she's a blonde woman. Uh, hardy. She looks like she's uh, done a fair bit of uh, you know, manual labor in her time. Uh, but she has a kind smile. Uh, and that smile widens uh, when she sees you. Uh, and she sort of like uh, rushes over and uh, smiles and says, Oh, greetings. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, uh, we've been waiting for you. And uh, she sort of uh, gestures you to come in closer. Oh, pardon. Um, allow me to uh, introduce myself. My name is uh, Svetlana Leviton. It's a pleasure to meet you both. Uh, all four of you. All three of you. Four. Sorry, I'm <laughs> just very excited. 
for. Um, would you like to come in? Uh, we've got food uh, being made. Uh, if you'd like lovely. some. Oh, please. Um, sure. Uh, she is treating you like a prince. Or, well, she's treating you real well. I'll say that much. Like, you don't usually walk into a store and have someone offer you food. So, like, <laughs> this probably surprises you guys a little bit. Yeah. Um, a lot. She's already running away, uh, like, going back inside and calling for her husband. I like her. Okay, cool. She seems nice. She's really nice, yeah. That's quite a bit of hospitality, not gonna lie. I mean, I'm not complaining. Uh, obviously not. I- this is nice. Uh, you enter and, uh, you see who you presume is her husband. He is, uh, if she is hardy, then he is, like, double hardy. The man's got, like, uh, you know, sort of, like, scratches on his arms and face, which you presume are from, like, just moving stuff around and, like, you know, sometimes you'll bump your face or you might, like, stub your elbow, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) He's definitely done, uh, like, more than a fair share of manual labor. Um, And uh, he is currently uh, hammering away at uh, the ceiling of uh, something when he comes in, when you guys come in. And uh, he sort of nods and says, Aye. I was just fixing up a leak in the uh, ceiling for you lot, so it didn't bother you at all. It wouldn't have bothered me, but thank you. I'm oh. glad that you fixed your ceiling. Oh. You uh, two are very thank kind. Thank you. Huh? So, uh, Svetlana uh, puts down on a nearby table uh, a hearty stew, some warm bread, and uh, she even comes out and opens a bottle of wine and says, We're very thankful for you coming. Well, it's really no uh, problem. I... Not that I don't appreciate the hospitality and everything, but don't you think that's just a little uh, much? No, I don't think that wine is much at all. Cool. Glad I'm the only one on this page. <laughs> well, I mean, you have a point, Eka. Neither of them are sitting down to eat, I should point out. Uh, they're both like, this is made specifically for you guys. Are you too sure you don't want any? Like, Oh no, don't worry, We'll we'll have some food later. Uh, we, you've got more than enough we work. coming in advance? No, you haven't. Uh, but they seem to have already known what you were here for. And they seem real, real jazzed about it. They're like, yeah, explorers, hell yeah. Uh, um, you, uh, did you say that you were expecting us earlier? Oh, yeah, we got, we got, uh, word of, uh, word of your arrival from, uh, some messenger. Uh, from uh, Restov said you'd be on your way. We're so tired. I don't. Do we speak to uh, any messages? Hey, they hold on. Is, the is there a skill for sense motive? Uh, I think that would be perception in this case, because you're trying to see what's okay, what's up. Go. So we're gonna get the first roll Sorry, of campaign. I'm Come looking. on, Davy, give us the yeah. goods. Roll those dice. Um, I got a nineteen. Plus five, twenty-four. Well, they definitely don't mean you harm if you're worried about that. Okay, he was just, like, confused as to why they were so... But they seem to potentially... Like, there's no way people should be this happy over just explorers coming in, like, having some food and leaving. Like... Are you okay? You're not bringing them that much business. They're, like, acting like you're, like, their saviors... But, like, you're just here to, like, get some food and go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Alden looks over and he's like, are you sure you guys are like, are you sure you're both okay? Like, you, like, I don't mean to like intrude or sound mean or weird or anything or even distrustful because I'm not. I'm just, you, you both seem a little bit like over enthusiastic about it and I'm just worried. I mean, what's not to be happy, grateful for? That's the word. We're very happy that you finally, they finally sent someone. Finally okay, sent this someone. Is, yes, they sent us, but what exactly? The, the bandit problem. The bandit problem. Uh-huh. Yes, Restov said that they were going to be sending some adventurers to take care of the bandits who have been plaguing our our outpost. Oh. kind of turns over to whisper to Icarus. She's like, was that on the pamphlet? I don't think so. No, but fuck, I'd do it. I mean, I mean, it's to help people, but at the same time, did we really sign up for that? I don't think no, we did. but who cares? Yeah, right. honestly, I guess is something is is something the matter? No, that's good. Don't worry. It, I was just a little confused about something. Don't worry about. It. You're gonna have to roll deception on that one, my friends. <laughs> well, I didn't lie. I didn't say a thing. <laughs> yeah, you didn't lie. Uh, what do I roll for that? Up? Well, for you, Iker, you will have to roll. Uh, well, the deception roll. So that would be, uh, you are untrained in deception. So you'll only be adding your charisma modifier, which is plus four. Cool. Uh, 16. 13. My charisma modifier is zero. So 13, flat 13. Okay, flat 13. 4 is 20. Hmm? 16 plus four is 20. I rolled a 20. Okay, well, you've, uh, you fooled these guys. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm like, why? Why did you lie? You don't need to lie. Don't so worry. <laughs> he's not saying it, but he's thinking well, it. I don't want to worry. <laughs> well, Oleg himself then, uh, he uh, folds his arms and says, we've been waiting weeks for someone to come do something about this. What took you guys so long? Uh, well, kind of just got the job. <laughs> yeah. I we, mean, well, like, how, how long have they been traveling? Uh, about two days. Like, they got this job two days ago. Yeah, about, like, we'll say about four days ago total. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alden's like, well, we just got this job two I days mean, I ago. I would have come sooner if, like, I heard about it, but sorry. Yeah, if it's a bandit ago. problem, I've run into those a couple times. I... Um... As you're like, like telling them that you only got the job a few days ago, uh, Oleg sort of shows his hands in the air, like ugh, and like he turns and like goes to like, st- like he stomps away, cursing under his breath. Uh, and Svetlana's like, no, you know it's always very difficult with administration in Restov. And he says, bloody city folk, no good for not. And he's like, he seems to be kind of uh, annoyed that uh, this has been hap- like this is has been an ongoing problem seemingly and is only now getting addressed and even then not really so well great first impression of the stone land so far yeah I mean I get it but let's let's sit down for a second uh, 
Svetlana sits across from you, a uh, sort of worried expression uh, going over her face now. And, uh... Svetlana uh, turns to you and says, um, Well, before all else, let's... Why don't I tell you what's happening? Maybe then you'll be able to have a better idea of what to do. Yeah, I think that'll help us a lot to kind of understand what's going on. You really arrived just in time, first off. Um, Well, about three months ago, uh, a group of bandits uh, visited the trading post. They threatened to burn down everything and abduct me for their own amusements back at uh, camp if uh, we didn't agree to hand over all the furs and trade goods we'd accumulated over the past month from hunters and trappers. Since then, the bandits have returned twice more, each with an hour of sunrise on the first day of the month. Uh, uh, We've learned that if we have our taxes ready and hand them over quickly, the bandits will leave. They always seem to be eager to return to their camp somewhere in the Greenbelt. Makes me think the camp must be about a day's ride away. And Oleg speaks up now and says, First time the bandits visited, there was a dozen of them. Ten low-ranking ones and a cloaked man armed with a bow and a woman who carries two small hatchets. The woman did the majority of the talking on the first trip, and her black sense of humour and the way she smiled when she spoke, uh, especially when she was talking about my dear Svetlana, was terrifying. The woman also seemed to be kind of sharp, you know, kind of an observant-looking one. The man was crude and yep. foolish. And then uh, the one says, this plus, uh, this plus the fact that the one nearly lopped off Oleg's right hand with one of her hatchets in a cruel bit of mockery has made me think that she was probably the most dangerous of the bandits. Seems fairly relentless, yes. Uh, and Seems like an asshole. Svetlana, Svetlana kind of rubs her hand and says, as it was, yeah. she took my wedding ring right off my hand and tossed it to one of uh, her men as payment for not shortening Oleg's reach. Do you remember what he looked like or what the wedding ring looked like? Because I'll um, try to get it back for you. The ring had a silver dragon on it uh, uh, going around the, the rim. Alright. Um, that's if you can find it. I'll do everything that I can to get it back. Promise we will. If anything, Isora could probably sniff it out. <laughs> Maybe. The Stolens are a big place. Good dog. He's got a sharp nose. Uh, <laughs> uh, Oleg uh, clears his throat and says, Second and third visit, only the crude hooded man accompanied the bandits. Second visit, he only came with six men. On the third, he only had four. Makes me think that next time, he'll have even fewer in number, and... Hopefully, the scary woman with the hatchets won't be with them. Hopefully. Alright. It sure would be easier on us. And Svetlana says, As it were, the bandits are scheduled to arrive tomorrow. Okay. So, will you help us? Will you come to our aid? Of course. Of course. course. Why wouldn't we? You have no idea how much of a relief that is. Not everyone in the Stone Lands is as kind as you. Oh, it's nothing. 
Yeah, that's I fair. I just want to help you. Thank you. Well, as payment for your help, we can at the very least offer you free board for the night, and maybe some more food if you're hungry later on. I will be. <laughs> uh, Oleg sort of like raises an eyebrow and says, Ah, oh, hungry one, are you? Yeah. If he turns to Settler and says, I like him. Alden <laughs> <laughs> <then> smiles. <laughs> uh, so uh, he turns to you and says, So, what's the plan tomorrow? Well, so... Where do they usually here? show up? Yeah, an hour within, uh, within an hour of sunrise. On the first day of the month, that's tomorrow. And they come through, I assume, what like the front and just... Mm. Of course. All right. Um. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's already an advantage because I don't think that they would assume that you have anyone else other than you two. No. Usually the only people we really have here are uh, traveling merchants. Not really the adventuring sort, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. So it's already... they They already aren't expecting this... So I think that it would be... I don't know how great I am at hiding. It's true. If we get the jump on them, then they... They really would Can't be too hard it. to take down. Hmm. Definitely. I just swing my sword. <laughs> I got a really long spear. It's fucking cool Thrust spear. my rapier, I guess. <laughs> but do and you... <laughs> my next question is... Do you want them alive or dead, or do you care? <laughs> I like this one even more now. He, like, slaps the table. I'm gonna take that as a... No, I want them dead. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Cool. I have no no love for our tormentors. Jesus I personally Christ. plan on hanging their bodies from the sudden palisade uh, as a warning to the other brigands. Hey, holy shit. <laughs> I was, I uh, was with Lana, you for like, that first half. <laughs> Svetlana kind of like no, I think that's, grimaces I think, I like, think that's a little bit uh, I think that's a little bit metal I think I'd be careful because you have customers uh, too Svetlana grimaces and says Oleg has funny ideas about what's practical and what's not <laughs> and Oleg says it'll work it'll scare them off they won't want no one Oleg, wants to come it'll scare everybody off mess with a outpost which has skeletons hanging from outside but at the same time Oleg, 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 Oleg dear, dear Oleg your sweet, sweet dear Oleg <laughs> you are going to scare every single customer off with bodies hanging from your fucking store my guy my, not if we write the word bandits on their front. my guy, my dude, please I, I am begging understand you understand if people will. when you have a farm when you have a farm, if you want to scare off the crows, you get some dead crows and you hang them up. No, no that's you not. Build a that's not what you do. I would know this. I've I'm never been to a, a farm once in my entire life, and I am dead sure that that is not what you do. I, <laughs> I can tell like... you for sure it's not because I've lived on two farms already. <laughs> oh, I come from a oh, farming like... background, and yes, it is. Oh, you, like... you do what? <laughs> you do what? You do what? I'm you, sorry. I don't. My uncle does. You're, let's let's not okay. Fair enough. Whatever. This okay. is too much. We'll talk about this later. We're talking about this later. <laughs> we'll trust this is at a later um, date. Regardless, uh, you convinced Oleg, don't fucking do that. <laughs> don't Oleg. hang the body. Oleg, that's not what normal people do. When the body's <laughs> at the floor. Dice will roll will return after these messages.
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Uh, so, uh, what do you want to do then? What's what's the plan? I think that the current plan is to find, is to, well, I mean sleep, and then in the morning, before they would get here, hide somewhere, and then, you know, just kind of, just kind of, you know, just kind of, I'll serve as bait. I'll make. Sh- I'll stand where I always do and welcome them in. And then, when they least expect it, we get them. Yeah. Hey, are you sure that's All safe? Right. I will get um, Svetlana kind of clears her throat and says, "Do make sure to stay out of harm's way, Oleg. You're not a fighter." Yes, that's. Yeah. Make sure to keep him safe. Don't worry. I don't want anybody getting hurt unless they deserve it. In which case, yeah. <laughs> All right. I definitely deserve it. Yeah, that's fair. Just be careful acting as bait, I guess. Yeah. You know me, always careful. And we'll try not to make you stall for too long. Oh, like, 
Oleg, I've known you not very long, but you do not strike me as a well, careful man. Well, suit yourself. <laughs> um, and with that, uh, he starts tearing into the stew that you had assumed was only for you guys, but no, he's a hungry man as well. Well, so does Alden, because he's a hungry boy. Hungry boy. Okay. And so you guys, uh, you guys dig in. You start munching and crunching. Crunching stew? Crunching stew? Croutons. Just croutons in it. I'm sorry, I tuned back in. It's, it's, it's croutons and hot dog water. There's, there's croutons in the stew. In the, they're real in the stew? Dairy? Dairy? You want to explain to me why there are croutons in the stew? So you wake uh, up the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm glad we skipped over this. <laughs> I'm so happy. Um, okay. Morning comes, uh, and you guys wake up bright and early, yeah. knowing that you've got some stuff to do yep. today. Sure do. So, uh... Stuff and things. So the way Pathfinder works is for initiative, uh, you, there's not an initiative roll anymore. You roll any skill that you think you'd be using in this case. So whenever you're ready, we'll use stealth, Okay. Okay. So, uh, Oleg and Svetlana, <laughs> they wake you up, uh, and oh, uh, Svetlana turns to you and says, Are you ready for all of this? Yeah. Sure, why not? Fuck it, right? We can do this. Alright. Well, hopefully they don't have too many of them with them. So... You guys uh, go outside. What's the what's the plan? How are you gonna hide? Oh yeah, we should probably choose a place to hide, huh? I mean, it's, like just for flavor, what, what's a good way to hide? Behind um, something, preferably. Alden wants to hide behind something because he knows for a fact that he is not good <gasps> at being stealthy when he is not literally hidden. Hey, <laughs> are there raised platforms in here? Uh, yeah, there are actually, uh, like, around the walls, uh, there are several, um, there are several, uh, like, walkways, I suppose, around the edge of the walls, which you could, like, climb up and be on. Uh, Iker climbs up those. Okay, so Iker, you are currently on one of the platforms. Uh, near the door, presumably? Yes. He's on near the door. Okay, Alden, where are you gonna hide? Sorry, I moved the token to think. Um, I think in the stable, maybe? In the yeah. stable, okay. Uh, you go into the stable. There is a single horse in here, and he looks mangy and jittery. In fact, the second that you see it, it already gets spooked. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't get distracted. As you uh, go in, mm -hmm. uh, Svetlana, uh, she looks in and says... Oh, try not to bother uh, Clatterjaw. He's very easily scared. Clatterjaw! Clatterjaw! Be careful, I promise. I would fucking die for this horse. There are some oats on the floor. Would you like to, would you like to feed do him? Do it, do it, do it, do it. Magical. Yes. Yes, I would. You can't because he's not going to eat them because he's very afraid. Hey. <laughs> diplomacy on this horse. Oh my god. Oh. You cannot roll diplomacy can, on the horse. <laughs> Wait, KK can roll diplomacy on the horse because she's a druid. There's no 
there's no handle animal any animal. You can't do it. You just this horse is terrified of you. He wants to be friends. He's gonna ask her for help later. Sorry, I the like the the image of you like saying we have to stop these bandits walking into a stable seeing a horseman. Oh, and they're like scooping up a load of oats to give this horse, and the horse like backs into a corner. <laughs> it's okay. Casca will help you like later. <laughs> Iker wants to feed him. He's. I'm. Iker doesn't know there's a horse. I know, but. That's not meta game. Deep in his heart of hearts. Deep in his Iker heart. <laughs> he wants to feed that horse. Casca. Casca, where oh are you God. hiding? Okay. Um. She's gonna wanna get someplace where she can get close to them when they get the jump. So. Where are they gonna be standing? Specifically. Uh, they're going to be coming in through the front door. Into the front door, and are they just going to be standing in, like, the, uh... Courtyard. They'll be standing in the courtyard. Okay, so just the empty space. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm thinking either staying in the stables as well, or, like, in the back storage room behind uh, Oleg. I'm not entirely sure. You could also, like, just hide behind one of the buildings. Uh, behind the guest house, which is where you slept last night. Okay. Uh, you'd be able to hide outside the wall there. Will I be able to, like, just automatically get the jump on them and then start attacking? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that then. And Isaror's coming with me. So you go... Uh, Isaror and Casca go hide behind, uh, the guest house. Okay. And, uh, you guys all stay there for a while. Uh, until eventually uh... Uh, you hear uh, the uh, clattering of hooves on the path about an hour after sunrise. The doors are closed uh, and uh, there's uh, a, a yell from the other side. As well as like knocking and like, you know, some just pretty angry noises. Mm-hmm. And uh, one yell says, uh, open up or we'll start tossing some fire in to speed your asses up. Which is a direct quote from the book. Um, Interesting. Great. Fantastic uh, writing. Oleg, uh, he comes over and uh, he opens up the door for them. And uh, in come a group of <gasps> bandits. Oh my god, wait, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> Technically, we like, didn't. Fighting bandits? Yeah, bandits. <laughs> uh, there's four of them. Um, so, uh, three of them just look like, ooh, three of them look like regular mooks. Uh, but then, uh, on the other hand, there's a guy at the front, uh, who clearly looks like he's the leader of the bunch. Hmm. Uh, and Oleg grimaces as he says as this, Haps! Haps! Nice to see you again! A little later than normal today, huh? And uh, Hap says, I don't have time for that. Just give us what you, uh, what we are owed and we'll leave you alone in no time. Uh, and he starts looking around a bit and says, Not many of you this time, hmm? Says, no, that's not important. Just give us... You don't want me to have to take direct action now, do you, Oleg? He says, uh, sort of, leaning forward menacingly. And, uh... 
Oleg uh, grimaces and says, "You know, it would be uh, would be a shame if uh, someone stopped you." And he says, "What the fuck do you mean? Just give us the t- and now I want you guys to roll initiative." <laughs> oh, I was about to say something. So I want you guys to roll stealth in distance yeah. because you're hiding. Eighteen. <laughs> That's with the minus. Like, that's... Uh, I rolled a 12. I rolled a 14. But it's, uh, 11 plus 4... 15. Looking pretty good. Uh, and I will roll for these guys now. Uh, that's an 11. Uh, plus 6, which is uh, 17. Minus 8, because they really weren't expecting you. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's a nine total for this guy at the front, who uh, you heard uh, his name is Haps. Haps Biden. Haps Biden, uh, fucking loser. The other guys, uh, that's a 14 plus uh, two is 16 minus eight. That's an eight. Not very good rolls for these guys. Bitches. Okay, Casca, you're first. They have not noticed you yet. Okay. In fact, none of them will have noticed you by the time that you all jump out. You hit super good, and they were not expecting this. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. So, uh, I should point out for people who haven't played Pathfinder 2nd uh, Edition yet, uh, the move system uh, for this is you have three actions. Those three actions can be any one thing. Some activities, like casting a spell, might take more than one action, but uh, it comes down to having three actions on your turn every turn. So, Casca, what are your three actions for this time? Okay, so... If I command Isseror, then it's just going to take one of my actions, and then he takes two? Yes, that's right. Isseror is a minion, so uh, you take one action to give him two actions that he can use. Okay, got it. So, first action... She's going to move. Um, she's going to move away from behind the building, in front, uh, a little, far, a little further away from um, Haps and the minion and his minions. But that's fine, because uh, mm-hmm. she has a long spear, so oh, her attacks can reach up to ten feet. Pretty okay, high. nice. I gotta be so. She is going to attack with said spear. She gets a 19 plus 5 to hit, so 24. Ooh. Okay, well, 24. Uh, let me check. Is it Hapster attacking? Yes. Give me the big boy. Okay, yeah, that is a hit. Awesome. You get him real good. And five damage. Five damage. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see. He takes that damage. Uh, you stab into his shoulder, and he yells out like "fucking" and like uh, sort of stumbles back, uh, completely taken by surprise by this sudden intrusion. How rude of you! <laughs> uh, you have one action left. What do you do? First of all, when, once he uh, once he's stabbed and curses, she looks him in the eye and winks. She says, "Didn't expect that, now did you?" And she. <laughs> whistles and calls Isaro and he comes bolt and for his two turns he comes bolting out from 
the other side of the building to flank these guys. He's defending the door. Ooh, okay. Kind of sexy. Ooh. And he, uh, and, yeah, go and for. he is going to scratch at the uh, bandit that's right behind Haps. He's gonna go for in a bite. Oh, yeah. He's gonna bite. Sexy. Let's let's see that bite. He's bite you. Gonna get you. <laughs> he gonna get you. That's great. Um, that's my hit, so it's a nine. No, okay. Uh, uh, the wolf comes bounding out from nowhere and uh, certainly scares the shit out of this guy, but he jumps forward just out of uh, the wolf's reach. Dang. Okay. Well, he's still defending he, the door and he's he, looking very he intimidating. He pants a little bit? Uh, the bandit does piss and shit just a little bit. <laughs> uh, and he says, It's a trap! Um, Iker, it's your turn. Um, before jumping down, Iker says, uh, only thing you're owed is a swift kick to the ass. Um, he's gonna jump down, and that's one action. And... Mm -hmm. You can actually use the leap skill if you'd like to get a little further with that. The fucking what now? Uh, part of athletics is leaping. So you can just sort of, like, do a long jump. Does that sound like it might be useful yes. here? Because you're jumping off a platform? Wait, how far can I jump? Uh, let me tell you. You take a careful but short jump. You can leap up to 10 feet horizontally if your speed is at least 15 feet. Or uh, up to 15 feet horizontally if your speed is at least 30 feet. You land in the space where your leap ends, blah blah blah. So basically, uh, you can... Uh, oh, you don't even have to make an athletics check here. Uh, you just move uh, 10 feet. So you can sort of like jump off. Fuck yeah. Uh, so, uh, if you wanted to land uh, right in the thick of things, you could roll uh, athletics and just jump as far as you yeah. can. Yeah, I want to do that. Okay, well, roll athletics for me. Okay, I will. Um, oh god, that's a negative one. Um, uh. You're, no, 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 uh, Brits, uh -huh. it's your strength. Oh, okay. What was that? <laughs> Roll me an athletics check. That's 15. Oh yeah, that does it. You leap like a soaring eagle and uh, <laughs> land 15 feet uh, away from where you were standing, uh, jumping off the platform into the tick of the bandits. Fuck yeah. What now? Oh yeah, my next move. <laughs> um, he... Yeah, you're now surrounded by bandits. What do you do? He's gonna fucking stab real good with his rapier. Um, and that is plus five to hit. Okay. Not a good roll. I rolled a flat three. What do you get? Um, so that's plus five. So that's okay, eight. well, an eight is a miss. So you do this like super <laughs> cool jump and you land and you go, Wah! and like it misses. And the dancer like, oh. Cool. Oh, no. You certainly spooked them. I'm so glad. Uh, you get one more action. If you wanted to attack again, you could, but this time uh, you will have a minus five to your roll. So what do you do? You know... You have a few spells that only take one action, like shield or uh, oh, you're right. inspire courage. You're right. Um, he's going to cast shield. Okay. So uh, around uh, your, like you sort of do a few waves with your hand and a blue shield of energy appears around your uh, forearm, uh, which you can now raise uh, to give you a plus one to AC. Uh, and you could also, if someone attacks you, use the uh, shield block action. Which we'll get into if it comes to it. Okay. Sexy. All right. 
Okay. Alden, it is your turn. What do you do? Alden rushes out of the stable after telling, um, what was it, Clutterjaw? Clutterjaw? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Clutterjaw refuses. Anyways, um, he rushes out and he moves about mm, 20 feet because that's as far as he can go. Um, yeah, he's wearing a little heavier armor, so he's a little slower. Uh-huh. And goes right up to the the, the main guy. Haps. Haps Biden. Haps. Don't forget it. Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> and he, with his long sword, he goes to slash, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, one second. Let me... He's got a sword and shield, right? Yeah, he's got a sword and shield. Sword and board. Okay, go for it. Um, seven plus nine. Ooh, seven plus nine. God damn. Yeah, that's a hit. All right. Um, a sixteen. And then D eight. Jesus, which one is a D eight? Fuck. It's the one that's like a D4 except double. It's like a diamond. Oh, okay. it's Friska. Um, four plus four. So eight. Eight damage? Jesus. You guys are really wailing on Biden, huh? I made a little man. And I say little, but he's like a foot taller than me. <laughs> he's just as big as Iker. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like fucking giants. The shortest at like 5'10". <laughs> Why do we all have tall people? <laughs> She's half I'm elf! Half orc. <laughs> I mean, okay... Let's get let's knock into that now. Um, you have two actions left. Well, no, one okay. action because you ran and you attacked. Um, he's gonna lift his shield. Okay, you lift your shield. Uh, Oleg uh, turns and sprints, but not before he yells a "fuck y'all" and runs. Hell yeah! Woo! And he crashes inside to his wife. <laughs> um, Beautiful wife. It is now Haps' um, turn. Wait, does he take an action to kiss his wife? Thank you. He does take an action. He does a kiss action. Yes. Uh, yes. Let's say no roll to kiss. Uh, that is enough twenty to kiss. He kisses her real good. <laughs> yes. Um, good. Okay. Stan, <laughs> Both of you do assume they're not both Okay. Alive. Okay, true. Right. <laughs> uh, so Hap snarls and says, "You good for nothing adventurers! I'll uh, I'll skin you all." I'll throw you into the river for the fish to eat. Oh, yeah? You can uh, he try. Says, as he's, like, trying to figure a way out of this. Um, yeah, you gotta do that You can before. tell... That was one hell of a boast, because he does not look like he's in a good position. Um, he immediately takes an action to try Step Away, which uh, doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity from you, Alden, because a step Bastard. is... Uh, he just manages to get out of the way. And then uh, he rushes off again with another action to sort of uh, get a little bit out of the way and uh, he starts hunting Alden Uh, as a ranger uh, he is now uh, sort of focusing specifically on Alden and ways to kill him (laughs) so we'll see if he can like last because uh, certainly he looks a little bit surprised um, it's now the bandit's turn. So, uh, one of these bandits uh, is going to step o- uh, forward towards Casca and start attacking her. And that is a, uh, a six 
plus four, so a ten. Something tells me a ten is uh, doesn't hit your AC. <laughs> no. Okay, not so good. Not so good at all. Uh, another one is immediately going to use his uh, longbow on Alden. So that is not so good at all. That is a two plus four. That's a six. Um, does a hit six hit your touch AC, Dave? Say, but no. <laughs> it doesn't hit your touch AC. No, I'm a good um, boy. What's your touch AC right now? 14. Okay, so the bandit's gonna uh, start uh, shooting at Alden again. Okay. Uh, that is an 11 plus... Uh, ooh, it's a 10 total because it's a minus one this time. Uh, 10 still doesn't hit. Uh, this bandit is reevaluating its uh, their life choices. <laughs> and last one is a 19 minus 4, a 15. Does that hit? Does it? I think it might. Yeah, it does. Oh, I'm proud of him. Honestly, yeah. so he does one Honestly, I'll be real with you, so am I. Oh, wait, wait. This is a longbow, so because you're within 50 feet, he does take a penalty to it. So he does miss again. <laughs> um, Alden, said, Alden says, it's okay, take your time. <laughs> Fuck you, the bandit snarls. Uh... The last one is going to try attack Iker. That's a 17 plus yeah, 4. Hits. Does a 21 yes, hit? Yes, it fucking does. Okay, surprise. Uh, so that is tree damage. Cool. Uh, he's going to try again. That's a nat 1! Hooray! Die. <laughs> Duality of okay. man. A duality of man indeed. So, uh, hmm. I think he kind of like slips up a bit while he's attacking you uh, and uh, drops the weapon. And he's like, shit! And he spends the rest of his turn picking up the weapon. He spends his turn laughing at him. (laughs) (laughs) No, he doesn't actually spend his turn Uh, doing that. Okay, Casca, it's your turn. Okay. Oh, there's a boy on me. (laughs) There is a boy on you. He doesn't like that. (laughs) Okay. Actually... Oh, oh, I have an idea. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? She's gonna... So she's just gonna... She's gonna put her spear back for a second. Just, you know... (laughs) Touch the bandit on his shoulder. And cast Goblin Mm -hmm. Pox. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, dear. (laughs) So, tell me what Goblin Pox is, KK. Like, what's it it do? (laughs) I don't like the sound of it. I hate it. I hate the sound of that. Ear touch um, afflicts the target with Goblin Pox. The effect is based on the result of the target's fortitude save. So give me that fortitude save to see what happens to this poor bastard. Okay. Fuck this Goblin Pox. A nine plus... What is his fortitude? Four. That's a thirteen. And my spell DC is going to be ten plus my level plus my wisdom modifier. Uh, it'll be ten plus your wisdom modifier plus your level plus two. My level plus because two. you're trained. Oh yeah. So levels one plus two three uh, plus four seven plus ten seventeen. So ha, no. <laughs> oh, he fails. What happens? So this man. 
this boy, this poor bastard, has failed. And he is afflicted with goblin, po- goblin pox uh, stage act goblin one. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um... So... For the first round, he's uh, sickness one. Ooh, okay. So he is sick. Yeah. That's not good. Uh, he doesn't like that, I don't think. I, yeah, I sure hope he doesn't. <laughs> so, uh, now that he's sick, uh, it means that, uh, he takes, uh, minus one to all his checks and can't drink any potions, which is a shame because he has no potions. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh. Okay, so that's going to be hers, and then she's going to call out to Isaror again. He's going to try biting again. Okay, go for it. Ooh, that's even that's better. Seventeen plus five. Ooh, seventeen is uh, tasty, tasty. Oh rich. well, it was gonna be plus, plus five what? anyways, so good. <laughs> well, seventeen plus five is what twenty-three. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good boy hit. Uh, Isror goes in for the kill. Well, not the kill, but like the kill. He goes he, in for like a nice tasty crunch. Kill. Whether he kills him or not, he's certainly yeah. going for it. Yes, that's tr- that's a. You know what? You're right, Dave. <laughs> so. He does that. And he does six plus eight damage. Oof. Well, he almost kills this guy off the yeah, bat. Big, wait, wait a minute. He has two actions there. He has two actions there. Oh, God. <laughs> Good lord. Um, <laughs> the bandit shrieks in pain as uh, Isoror is tearing into his leg. Hey, hey, Derry, how does a 16... How does a 16... 16? A 16 is... It hits. It hits. A 16 hits. <laughs> oh, max damage, baby. Fuck, sexy. So, Ten Isoror... This guy is, like, bleeding pretty badly from his leg. Like, that's some serious meat that's been taken out. Isoror leans back and then lunges forward and goes for the throat, killing this man in an awful fashion. <laughs> uh, it causes the other bandits to shriek. Caskill looks back at Isra. She's like, "Good boy." <laughs> oh, Isra says, "Bork, bork." <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Iker, you're standing right next to this guy as he gets fucking destroyed. <laughs> <That's> terrifying. <laughs> and it's your turn. Great. Um, he's gonna try again to hit this the fool next to the fool who just died. Um, oh, you should probably step over that corpse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Real dainty, like like. <laughs> yeah, he's got long legs. He can do it. Um, actually, you know what? He just steps on him. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, so that's a five foot step, so I can do that. Um, cool for fucking rapier, fuck up. Fuck, that's a nat 20. Holy shit. <laughs> and you know what? Rapiers uh, have a very fun thing that happens when you get a nat 20. Oh, yeah? Uh, so rapiers are deadly. Oh, so I need you to roll me a d6, which is your regular damage for a rapier. D6 plus uh, whatever. Okay. Uh, I think it's d6 plus two because of your strength. It's three, so that's plus two, it's five. Okay, that's ten damage. Cool. Uh, now I need you to roll me a d8. Okay. <laughs> From the deadly oh, damage. Shit. Oh, 
Yeah. Seven. You step over this guy's body, and do you do anything or say anything cool as you kill this fucking guy with a single blow? Be gone, bandit. <laughs> and with that, you stab him through the lungs, and he wheezes out a gutted, like a gutted, like I. It's like more like a wheeze than anything. And when you pull out, he falls to the floor, super he dead. Says, Fuck bandit rights. God. <laughs> uh, you've one action left. What do you do? Your uh, shield has dissipated since last time. Cool. Um. Uh, you could also cast um, Inspire Courage, or uh, which would give everyone, a, including yourself, a plus one to attack and damage rolls. That's true. Um, attack and damage rolls? Yes. Okay. And uh, with will saves against fear. Okay. Yeah, he'll do that. Um, he'll inspire some courage. Okay, so how do you do that? Because this is a uh, composition. It's music. <laughs> um, he's probably going to sing something that's like um, popular with the times. Probably something that like is saying in, like, a pub or something. Yeah, so, like... Yeah, like a drinking yeah. song. Or, of like, a folk song in yeah. general. Uh, okay, you start singing this out, and uh, Alden and Casca, you are sort of, like, uh, invigorated by this oh, performance. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, this... This is fucking epic. Hell yeah! <laughs> there's, like, yeah, some... This is epic. Yeah, there's some, like, real good new tunes in there. He hits real high notes. Shit. <laughs> Nice. Uh, He's a tenor. <laughs> okay, Alden, it's your turn. Alden um, looks back at... Um, I'm sorry, I'm still learning names. At uh, No, no, no. no. Hops? He, yeah, at, he looks back oh, at Casca. Casca. He's like, are you good? Uh, don't worry, this boy's okay. mine. Okay, all right, fair enough. Fuck um, you! And then he... Oh, fuck you! And then he goes, you know, running... 10 feet forward, and he's like, hey, buddy. You rush up to Hafs' face, and Hafs is like, yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's right, bitch. Step away, worm. You've no idea who you're dealing with. I'll wear your face like a pair of gloves. Do you just say the most gross thing possible? I hit, I got a nine. nine I mean, a ten. Sorry, I plus uh, nine. Uh, no, it's ten, ten total? plus nine, which... Yeah, I'm 19. So 19. Holy shit, that's a hit. Okay. Go for it. Where's the D8? This is D8. Whoop! No, my dice! Leave me alone. I rolled a 7. Plus 4. 7? Well, isn't that interesting? So, um, you rush over and you, like, raise your sword and says, You insolent, pathetic, wriggling, and then you slash him in half. Like, you fucking damsy this guy. He is two pieces on the floor. Sorry, shit. I didn't mean to go that far. Whoa. I didn't expect to cut him in fucking half. You, like, joke as, like, he's still, like, he hasn't even fallen holding to the floor now. You're like turning and joking like, ha, ah, wow, no, holy shit, like, guys. You see that? He's more like, holy shit, did I just do that? Jesus. Oh, I can't fuck. fucking control my strength. That's terrifying. Okay. Listen, it was awesome. 
I mean, yeah. Uh, it's about Haps's. It was going to be Haps's turn, yeah. but he's dead. Oh, so. I'm kidding. Fuck. <laughs> um, it's the bandit's turn. Uh, the bandit looks at you, Casca. Yes. And he looks at Iker. Yes. Looks at Alda. Looks at Isabor. Looks at Jimmy. <laughs> looks at uh, Frank, who uh, Iker is standing on. <laughs> and he looks at Haps. And uh, he musters his courage and says, <laughs> and he fucking runs. He like he bolts. He is running. Um, he runs past the wolf. How dare you? Um, he spends all his actions running, jumps onto his horse, and fucking gets out of there. And he's gone. And you guys are now standing, and you've won. Bastard, coward, bitch, pussy. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Add that in post. <laughs> don't, please, don't um, actually. Uh, Oleg sticks his uh, head out the uh, door, as does Svetlana, and uh, she's like, Are they gone? Did you do uh, it? Does, I, does cutting someone in half count as gone? Oh my god. Well, we got three out of four. One of them decided to just run like a bitch, so. Cowardly bugger. I mean, he also has goblin pox, so that's gonna be a that's gonna be something that he has to handle later. Yeah, huh? Don't worry about it. Uh, he he raises an eyebrow and says, "Ah, magic user, I see." A little bit. I also have a long spear. <laughs> I like her as well. <laughs> well, sure, like anyone that has. All three of you are good folk. Uh, Olex uh, sort of gestures you over. Oh, well, a hearty grin. And he scratches his chin, says, Well, I'm worried that the remaining bandits might eventually come for revenge, but I also suspect that they're cowards. Massive, bloody cowards. Yeah. They probably won't be trying anything against trading posts for some time. Hopefully before then. We'll have managed to get our defenses up. Mm -hmm. Well, you also said that they, their camp is probably a days away from here. That's right. That's right. I mean, if they started, I mean, if they started running, we could catch them within a day. Perhaps. That being, uh, that being said, and he turns back to like all the, the sort of dead bandits strung around, and says, "As payment, you guys can take whatever you want from these guys. Uh, whatever you don't take, I'll." Well, trading outposts have uh, all sorts of people come true, and uh. <laughs> Redistribution of wealth and all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and uh, Svetlana uh, also comes forward and uh, she says, uh, Additionally, here, uh, we couldn't let you go without rewarding you. And uh, she gives you... She gives you uh, ten silver each. Oh. And like a little uh, purse. And she also says... Uh, and I, we have some potions in the storeroom as well that you might be interested in taking. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. So uh, uh, she rushes out and she goes to uh, get the potions. And she comes back a few seconds later with uh, two potions labeled healing potion. And another one that says bark skin. Mm. Uh, she said, take these. They're more used to uh, you than any money we'll make off them will be useful to us. Thank you. Thank you very much. So who wants what real fast? Uh, Casca already knows heal, so I think she's going to take Barkskin. 
Okay, so the back skin potion goes to Casca, and the other two get a minor healing potion. Cool. Yeah. Oh, like, sort of, like, leans against the wall and says, So, now the bandit trouble is done, what are, what are you guys going to do? Alden looks over and he's like, Well, um, one of the reasons that we came here was, uh, to explore the stolen lands. Hmm. Well, it's Brevoy that sent you, right? Yep. Yep. He nods, like, not solemnly, but like, yeah, okay. Well, I wish you the best of luck in that. If you need, though, uh, you can treat uh, this outpost as your home away from home. Anytime you need to come rest, uh, come sell anything, we'll be here for you. Thank you. Uh, and if it's at all interesting to you, we also have uh, some other things that might be of use. We have some wanted posters, if you're looking for other quests. I think Bokum is looking about that bloody tusk gutter again. He's never shuts up about it. And, uh, well, obviously there's the bandits. But other than that, um, you have all your stuff sort of on you from here where you go. Hmm. All right. All right. And Svetlana nods and says, that's right. And of course, if there's ever anything we can do to help you, we are really in your debt, heroes. So you guys uh, have a whole day ahead of you. What do you do? None of you suffered any damage, I don't think, right? No. (laughs) Wow. So you don't even have to rest up. You guys can get going and do whatever you like. (laughs) (laughs) I I only got three damage, so it's not like that bad. I mean, yeah. And plus, you can probably get healed, so... He just sits down for 15 should minutes be fine. he's fine. But <laughs> yeah, honestly, right? it, didn't, it didn't fuck well too bad. It was only three. Um. Why are you just talking about numbers? <laughs> What's a number? <laughs> are you quantifying your, like, how much, how much, like, how many wounds you sustained in numbers? Yeah, like, That's... on a scale of maybe, like, 18 or 21. <laughs> like, I feel, like, about maybe, like, a 20. 18, maybe? I don't know. Huh. <laughs> Depends on the day. He like uh, turns to Svetlana as he starts going back inside his bloody city folk, and with that he's I'm gone. I'm not even from the city. I <laughs> am. Oh, yeah. He's talking about. He was. No, he wasn't talking about you. Don't worry about it. So, uh, what do you guys want to do then? The joyous thing about Pathfinder Kingmaker is that it is a uh, sandbox campaign. You guys are free to do whatever the fuck you want. Holy shit! Okay. Okay. Freedom. So, are you looking for uh, for this? Uh, want the posters? Did you say? Uh, yeah, Iker wants this. Okay. <laughs> he so steps Iker, you off the dead body for a bit. and he goes towards the posters. Oh yeah, uh, you guys can loot the uh, dead bodies as well. That's, that's right. Iker's taking all the bodies. Okay. Cask and Casca, are you doing anything? Casca's taking a look, and Isaro's sniffing out some loot. Okay. Well, we'll do the loot first, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Uh, on this Haps Biden guy, <laughs> you find uh, two alchemists fire. Uh, obviously, he's got some leather armor, but that's kind of been ruined. Uh, a dagger, a composite longbow, uh, 20 arrows, two days of trail rations, and most curiously, around his neck he wears a silver amulet. Oh, yeah? And this amulet is in the shape of the skull of a stag. Oh. Well. <laughs> Casca takes one look at this and she's like, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I kind of like it. I don't know. 
You can take it for all by all means. You can like things that are terrible. <laughs> I mean, explains why I like you guys. I didn't even do anything here. <laughs> I'm just joking. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, I am. Um... Listen, I just don't like it when animals are hurt. It's not real. It's it's silver. Still, it gives me the creeps. Um, and then on each of the bandits, you find some other items as well. Uh, some armor, obviously ruined now. More long bows, more short bows. Uh, a total of altogether uh, four days of trail rations and some more silver. All right. So, uh, actually, I'll count up how much silver you got because, like, you know, you might use it. Might. Oh, you might. I didn't ask, Dave. Did you want? Did you? Did you want that necklace? Hmm. What? Oh no, he doesn't care. Okay. The the one with the stag. Yeah, it's basic. Basic. Basically, it's like if I if he got it, he would just sell it. Not valid. Mm Hmm. So uh, the total that you got is a grand total of. Uh, four silver each. Hooray! Woo! We're cool. Exchange rates, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so add that to your gear, and if you want to take anything, sure. If not, uh, Oleg will sell it. Um, <clears throat> cool. I think Cask is gonna look at the, um, the longbow. Oh, are you thinking of taking that? The composite longbow? Yeah, the one, that will add your strength, uh, to your, uh, attacks. Yeah. Well, half your strength, not your full strength. Oh. So, I mean, it is a plus one, which is better than zero. That is true. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. Uh, so, you take that. Uh, you can figure it out yourself. Um, but, Iker, you start uh, looking at a few of the want posters. Uh... The first poster depicts uh, a rascally-looking bandit. Uh, he's yeah. got sort of like a bag thrown over his back. He looks like he looks like he's just stolen some stuff. Like he's got a bag of money in one hand and like a mis- like a real evil look in his face. Oh my god! So essentially, it says uh, the bandits in the green belt need to be shown their and that their actions will not be tolerated. Capture or defeat at least six of them to send a message. Uh, any six bandits defeated will complete this quest. Uh, one week after uh, a noticeable uh, decrease in activity, uh, we will give a monetary reward. Signed, the Sword Lords of Brevel. The second poster shows uh, a cruel and cowardly looking uh, humanoid uh, with draconic features. Kobolds uh-huh. in the hills! The suit scale kobolds dwell in a cave somewhere in the Camelands. Normally uh, not a problem, they've been riled up by something lately. Find their lair and ensure that the kobolds aren't going to continue being a threat. Uh, and they also say that they have another monetary reward for that. Uh, one poster is actually signed by Oleg himself. Uh... And it shows a serpent-like dragon. Wanted. Tatzelworm. The way everyone talks about tatzelworms, 
one might think they're swarming uh, throughout the stolen lands. This isn't the case, they're actually quite rare. A tatsil worm head would be a great conversation piece at Oleg's trading post. I have promised a reward for anyone who can deliver one. God, he just wants a head. He just wants one. He just wants... And lastly, the last one is uh, a poster of a snorting, furious wild boar. Wanted. Tusk Gutter. <laughs> Every green belt hunter has a story about Tusk Gutter, each wilder than the last. Whoever manages to kill the ill-tempered beast will get a nice reward from the old retired uh, Vekel Benzin, who lost his leg to the monster pig a year ago. Uh, and he promises uh, some uh, hunting tools to whoever can uh, kill Tusk Gutter, as well as a share of the head cheese he plans to make out of this trophy. Hunting. Yeah, they scoop the brains out and they. Oh, it's gross. I'm not going to talk about it. It's, it's food. <laughs> you eat it. Um. Y'all want some head cheese? No. Thank you. Can you read the names out for me again? Sorry. Wait, the name of what? The names of the thing. Uh, Bandits, Cobalt in the Hills, Wanted Tatzel Worm, and Wanted Tusk Gutter. Why did you ask? I'm taking notes, bitch. Oh! Oh, you're being a studious boy! Yeah, fuck you, I want to remember shit this time. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, sure. So, uh, Iker, you, uh, uh, you come back from the once posters and see that the others have sort of scavenged most things. Uh, have you guys taken anything um, in particular? Uh, the food? The food, absolutely. Um, uh, but other than that, I don't think... Uh, that and the healing potion. Other than that, I don't think all the- Casca probably took the composite longbow and then the arrows. If probably all the arrows, if no one needs it. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, no one else has ranged weapons. So. All right. Well, she's now. She now has a ranged weapon. Okay. Excellent. Iker, you've uh, returned now. Uh, do you want to take anything from these guys? Oh, already. I just took the necklace. Okay. The stag necklace. Yeah. Cool. Um, what do you do with it? I just put it in my pocket. Okay. I was worried you were going to put it on. Like, yes, I'm the bandit stag necklace now. he would not put it on. (laughs) Well, I don't know. So what do you guys say to each other? Hey, how'd you get that dog? Oh. Isn't he a... Are you... Isn't he a wolf? No, it's a dog. Yeah, he's a wolf. No, that's a wolf. wolf. They're little different... I think it's more than a little different. Well, they look the same, don't they? No. no. Not quite. I am interrupting. Has Iker ever seen a fucking dog before? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm making a canon that he's never Is seen. Is he that much of a city boy that he's never seen a fucking okay. dog before? Yes. <laughs> that's a That's canon now. Okay, that's canon. That's our first uh, canon ruling. Iker has never seen a dog before. <laughs> never seen a dog in his how old is he <laughs> in his 23 years of living He's mama used things. to read me picture books and I would see the dogs in them that is a dog that's a dog um a little bigger than I thought it would be but that's a dog dude so uh hmm oh uh actually you see Oleg is uh coming back out with some hydrogen peroxide I'm sorry <laughs> he's like okay who are you <laughs> what are you going to hang up these what? mountains? What? Oleg. 
And like Svetlana sticks her head out the door and says, Oh, like, are you going to hang out those skeletons? And he's like, No. Hiding the rope behind his back. One of them, one of them is completely cut in half. How are you going to hang that one? Why do you have rope, Oleg? Yo, Why God, do you want to hang them? This is my station and I do what I okay, like. Okay, but you're also okay, going to lose business. Station, but I bet bodies? you're going to like losing business over dead bodies hanging over your store, huh? <laughs> he drops the rope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oleg. This is for your own good, Oleg. <laughs> okay, so... You guys now uh, turn back to the doors of uh, Oleg's trading post. What do you do? Well, we have an well. entire stone and lands to explore. Let's start with getting outside. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I promise outside isn't as bad as you guys may think. Oh, I know it isn't. Hopefully. It's good no, in I know it isn't. I just like giving people a little bit of a hard time. <sighs> yeah, that's fair. I can accept that. And with those words, you four step out into the stone lands, ready to explore. Oh,